Are we live? We are live. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the island. Uh, in Japanese, I would be saying to you, konbanwa, since it is the evening, but on your side, it might be the morning, so I gotta say, ohayo gozaimasu. If it's the afternoon, it's a good old konnichiwa for you. And to all my peeps internationally, I do not know your Japanese, so I'm just going to say good luck. <laughs> I, do not, I do not know any other language. I'm, I apologize. Also, Teppo, in, your intro, in your intro, you said children of all ages. I would just like to say and remind this is not for kids. This is not for kids, please. And and I I, I I I remember on day one saying, if you are a child listening to this right now, your parents, they are so good. <laughs> no, it's not the parents that are good. It's that, it's that kid is sneaking some 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 dangerous podcast. <laughs> You're in the danger zone, as as standing out, you would say. <laughs> Great show. Oh, right. I mean, especially to those first three seasons, and those first three seasons were amazing for that show. Well, technically, we didn't watch the the later season, so we don't know. It could have could be could be great. Uh, uh, yeah, but the, it, it's, it's still good, but I'm I'm still saying when those, those first three seasons were just. There was something special, right? Yeah, there was just something, something. Yeah, it was something else, man. Uh, yes. So, so to, so to kick this one off, um, uh, we we were right about about our Sam Raimi analysis. Yeah, we were right, bitches. Told you. Yeah. I mean, it's not a competition, Zepo. I mean, it's <laughs> with Christ. It, it was, it was in the trades, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Point is, we were right. <laughs> Man, I like my life. Listen, if you want to attack somebody, please go after this guy. <laughs> please. <sighs> but yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I, I know we talked about it uh, the 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 last time, but you know, it, it's 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 going to be interesting to to see what Sam does with. But the multiverse of madness. Yeah, it, this is actually the perfect like thing for him. He's done like a lot of kooky, um, not kooky. What's the right word? He's done a lot of horror films that are like fun and interesting. Like, yeah, he, like like uh, Evil Dead and stuff. Yeah, you know, and uh, I was this Drag Me to Hell, which gets a bad rap, but I mean. Maybe you watched it a long time ago, but it was it wasn't that bad, you know. It was, I think it was good. Yeah, man, I'm not watching it anyway. Straight up, like, <laughs> I just want you to know, straight up, I'm not doing it anyway. Like, for a Marvel film, I think it. Kevin Feige has made it clear he wants fun, um, good fun movies. You know, good fun movies. 
if you're gonna do your horror thing you can have those elements of horror but it's, it's gotta stick to the good fun films right but, that, that, that's the basic you know and but then i think I mean, he's gonna stick yeah. to that but but then i mean if if he's gonna stick to that he, he can't he can't really bring in um stuff like blade you you I mean, we, we we can never ever see Ghost Rider or or you know or your Punishers or um, you know some of your more gritty you know uh, characters. Well, well, think about it this way: you, you're gonna see them, but you're gonna see them under that same veneer. So they might they might be grittier than normal, but they won't be like the Netflix series. They won't be just like a despairing zone. Or, or they might, you know, actually, I don't know. You know, what if they put out a movie in two years that is like The Punisher and it's like deep and dark and just, ugh, and I just want to go home and cry afterwards. You know, you know, things change all the time and this is a new phase. Everybody forgets that sometimes. Like, we're looking back at old Marvel. Well, I mean, okay, let's, well, well, let's hope they 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 are a little bit more, you know, uh, adaptable. Yeah, a little bit more adaptable. There, that, that, that's that's the phrase. Let's let's hope they 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 can climb higher on that on that age ladder. You know, go a little bit. Uh, they, yeah, they are asking difficult questions now. Because now you're talking about going from PG thirteen to R rating. <laughs> no, no, not necessarily. I mean, not necessarily R rating. At least go up to like fifteen ish something. I mean, if I mean, if for example, no, I never thought it was fifteen. Like, is does that actually is that like a thing? Fifteen? It, it it is. I think I've seen it in like a couple of movies. I think, like, if I remember I'm correctly. Sure, it's not a South African thing. I don't know. I ho- I hope in not. America, <laughs> In America, all you hear about is PG thirteen and R eight. Like you, you don't hear about what lies in between. You know. I'm pretty sure there's things that lie in between. Just nobody really talks about it because they're like, you know, it's not greedy enough to be R rated or greedy enough to be, or or not greedy enough to be was just to PG thirteen. That's an interesting one to research because I've seen a lot of movies that are that are American-wise PG-13. I feel like the UK has, like, um, different ideas on it. I feel like oh. the UK has things in between. But yeah, in dude. the American sense, I feel like for them, it's like PG-13 or R. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, like... I don't I've, 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 I've seen some American stuff where it's like PG-13, but you see some other things and you're like, well, that, that, that was not PG. What? That was not... I did not watch... That was not PG, you know? Yes, yes, that's that's another thing too. Like PG thirteen, you can stretch that. You can stretch that if you really try. Like you can you can make it pretty violent if you want. I mean, the only thing that maybe they'll make you go R for is like you know nudity and sex. Yeah, yeah, scared of sex, you know. Yeah, but sure, let's show this guy getting getting his head blown off. Yep, yep, but. Yeah, we we can totally show this dude getting brutally his head destroyed by like a rock and the blood splattering on the guy that killed him, but do not show a penis. Don't do it. 
you know it's it's not like that's that's how we we are made you know it's not, it's not like <laughs> you come from that but yeah but yeah about the world, the world is weird man the, the comment i was going to make about uh, if if you're going to take a ghost rider and like and neuter him too much that would be like you know go you know going to meet a girl you know you're going to it's like going to meet a girl you're going to screw and and you're expecting her to go in raw and she pulls out a condom and you're like like I thought we talked about this and you, and then she's like no no that's <laughs> not happening like that <laughs> so, but did you have to use the term going to screw I mean, you have a goddamn respect <laughs> like, oh man. man this is not like some business like activity this is this is something that is sensual. Oh, it's oh, it's when would I say you're gonna go make love? <laughs> That's what you should say, okay? Maybe hey, I'm man. just too much of a I'm I'm just too much of a simp. Hey man, the truth is, the truth is, most of the people you're gonna meet in your life, you're gonna you're you're either gonna screw or you're gonna fuck. One of the two means <laughs> more than the other. <laughs> If if you're in the F zone, if you're in the F zone, it means absolutely nothing. You're both there to get what you need and get the hell out. If you're in the screw zone, maybe there's a little something that could turn into making love at some point. But if you're in the F zone, that it's is, over. You get that is that. nonsense. That is the truth. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. You see, you got us on this path, ne? You got us on this path, but you're going to complain when I take us away. Like... The spectrum that you've just created here is insane. <laughs> insane. <laughs> like, if we if we are really gonna create a spectrum, then you better have some other like nice levels down there because the top two that you put at the top, F and then screw, and then you've gone down. Now let's go down to like where does like making love for under this like category okay to 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 mix analogies in this one take for example it's it's like pg-13 right screw oh screw is like pg-13 you can stretch it as far as you want <laughs> without there, there is no in between <laughs> it's like a condom just stretches as yeah. far as you want there we go now now we need to go back to I need to go back on top it before these people are like, what the fuck am I even listening to? <sighs> Look, you got us here. But anyway, Sam Raimi, Doctor Strange. Yes. Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider neutered. That's what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, Ghost Rider neutered. Uh, I'm, I mean, whenever, whenever I think Marvel or I, or I look at the at the Watch Mojo lists that, that these guys, that the Watch Mojo guys do, where they like, you know, like top ten Marvel characters we would love to see in the Marvel universe, and then they name all these really cool characters, and a lot of them, yeah, a lot of them, I find myself saying, ah, it'll be cool, but maybe just a cameo, not like a, a whole movie thing. Because they do a whole movie thing, it'll be, it'll be kind of tough to, to to swallow. Because I mean, uh, you take for example a guy like like Red like Red Skull. He was he was used okay, but man, Red Skull is a vicious bastard in the comics. You could use him so much better, but you know that 
there's, a, there's, a, there's another example of the whole new Turing thing. So with characters that they have in Marvel right now, I'm, I'm happy with them. I'd, I'd love to see the Fantastic Four. I'd love to see the X-Men. I think that's as far as I can go right now with them. And of course, Nova. Nova's another guy I'd love to see, but I'm afraid that they would they wouldn't know what to do with him, kind of like what they're doing with, with Captain Marvel. They don't know what to do with her because she's got so much power. She could literally end the fight like that, but they don't know what to do. They don't know how to use her. I mean, that's not their fault. Though. It's not like they created an overpowered character. I'm, I'm not sending shots at, at the creators, but, hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> come on now. <laughs> come, on, come on now. Come on now. But then- I mean, you create someone who's got all the powers in the world, you know, it, it makes life very difficult. <laughs> Let's not but, even get on that. Yeah, but, but but then that's the thing. I mean, with Thanos, Thanos is, I mean, we all know Thanos is a lot more powerful than they set him up to be in in both Infinity War and in Endgame. Sure, sure I mean, we, we, we saw a badass fucking supervillain, but in the comics, that dude is a lot more than that. But the fact that they didn't need anyone other than the normal Avengers to defeat him. I mean, it's a great story. It's a great underdog story. I fucking love it. But if, if, if you read Infinity or the comics, man, a lot of people had to show up for that. Guys like Adam Warlock had to come out of, of their, their things to come in and take and take this dude on. So it's like, that was like, okay, this guy, the whole universe literally had to come at him. But but if you think about it, technically, that's exactly what happened, right? Yeah. If you yeah. think about it. Yeah, yeah. It's just you, their two, toolbox. you got to use your toolbox, right? You create your little toolbox, you know, you set up your little characters. And, and you got to think to yourself, that, but like, at this point in the, in the MCU, like when Thanos was being set up, they didn't even have the X-Men and, and all these other characters that, that they now have in, in their growing toolbox those guys weren't even like not even like a thought like like kevin feige was just like hey you know i think he was probably talking to joss and he was like throw in thanos you know let's let's just have some fun yeah yeah and and i mean at, at that time i don't think josh brolin hadn't even been cast to put thanos and thanos went through like i think like three or exactly. four different uh design changes I mean, you could literally watch Thanos change um, with with the with, with 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 the scenes that he had after the end credit scenes that he had. You watch him sort of change from being like bright purple to like deep purple to like how we see him now. Yeah, there's strong like design changes. You can clearly see this. Like they had an idea that Thanos would be the guy, but they didn't have all the pieces, you know. They didn't go didn't go into it the way. Um, what's that failed uh, universe that they tried? Universal's monster universe. Yeah, the monster you know, they universe. Like that. They didn't have like the cast and like, everything like shut down. Like they were just like it, it wouldn't be cool <laughs> if like Thanos. That's the guy that we should aim for, you know. And I think they did a good job with Thanos. I think Thanos was actually the best villain that they used because the other villains, you could probably say like most of them were just like one movie and then psh, one movie, psh, you know, except guys like maybe Loki who like stayed in, you know, and like mm. became more 
of a beloved character as time went on. And he's quite important to Thor as well. Like, he kind of took on, he kind of takes on this role as almost like an anti-hero sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I do notice the fact that, like, they didn't treat those villains with the with the appropriate like uh, length of time that that they could have been used um, in a comic, but that is probably also a movie thing. Like movies, typical movie series, right? You have one big bat. He comes in, like you tease him in the first few, but he's really there at the end. It's the it's a Voldemort thing. He Voldemort's there. Most of the time in Harry Potter, but he doesn't really—he's not really himself until yeah, like yeah, that's true, that's true. He comes in pretty late, you know, like at the end, like you could say, arguably, in Goblet of Fire, he's back. True, you could say that, true, but technically, yeah, yeah, technically, you know, Harry squirms away, <laughs> but but that's the sort of thing I'm getting at. It's like typical way of, of doing villains in movies is just a bit different and I think they're trying to adapt a comic formula and comics just go on and on and on and on that's why the villains always come back <laughs> it's like yeah, oh that's true. yeah true. the villains just gotta stay because we <laughs> this is another issue and another issue and another issue good god those guys are amazing no, that, 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 that's right. I mean, when when you use the the example of uh, of of Voldemort in in Harry Potter, I mean, you 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 can liken the feeling of of his arrival in in Goblet of Fire when when you got there and you get that oh shit feeling. You know that oh my god, this dude is bad as fuck, and here he is now. He's about to kill everybody you got that same feeling in infinity war in those it's, it's, it's almost like you, you you could take Voldemort's arrival and it's like 10 minutes 10 15 minutes the, that whole scene where, when he wakes up and he talks to the dead eaters and the hairy fight and etc and then you go to infinity war and th- that first 10 minutes where 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 the, the, that first opening scene, that whole entire opening sequence where with with Thor and Hulk and Loki are with Thanos, yeah. you, you get that oh shit, that same feeling where like okay this dude is bad, you know what are they gonna do? I think yeah, right. that's something that the that the Russos did an incredible incredible job um, in you know to 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 bring across. And it's and what is um what I love the most about what the Russos did and I went like I've seen this like kind of online. Uh, I went to the Save the Cat website to look at the beat shit. The I said the beat shit. <laughs> <laughs> the beat sheet. I'm not good with pronunciations of English for some reason when I'm on a podcast. Um, the beat sheet for Avengers: Infinity War, where like they had to look at Thanos as if he was the hero of the story. So if you think of, of Avengers Infinity War 
and you think of who the protagonist really is, it's gonna be Thanos. It has. It's it a has. high story. Yeah, it's a high story with Thanos as the guy who's going to steal everything. That that's how you have to look at it. And and I found that to be so profound. Exactly. A great choice. Because I mean, as uh, as much uh, I mean, if 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 since, since that is how it's essentially broken down, the the guys you didn't really care about, you wanted the Avengers to be guys like you know all all of Thanos's kids. You didn't care about those guys. You wanted the Avengers to be those guys. But when it came to Thanos in Infinity War, the film, you you sort of like. I understand your your goal. I see your vision. So I kind of want you to succeed because what you're saying makes a lot of sense right now. So, you know, as that movie progresses, the more you see of Thanos, the more the more you understand of what he actually wants to do, you sort of start to root for him towards the end of the film. Sure, you don't want to see Tony die. And maybe when people get snapped away, that's when you're like, okay, maybe this guy's still a villain. But for most of that movie, you're right. Thanos... Has to be viewed. Has to be viewed as the hero. Then you jump over to Infinity War. I mean, sorry, Endgame. You jump over to Endgame, and I guess that's when you know it. It makes a lot more sense for them to use Thanos before he even got the first stone, because that Thanos he comes off as more pure evil than the Infinity War Thanos. Yeah, that's true. Especially because the the Infinity War Thanos is like, like he's like a he's like a husk of his former self. Exactly. <laughs> he's like he's like an old man Thanos. He's just there and like he's like it's yeah. like this little planet that he has now. <laughs> it's like so, it's so funny. <laughs> he just carries that on. Oh man. Uh yeah no you're right you're right yeah that that that. But it really opened my eyes to like how you can like um, maybe make your villains a bit more um, impactful in a story, because really Thanos is like executing a plan. You don't really realize it at the time because your heroes are Captain America and Tony Stark and and Spider Man, and so you're looking at their plans, right? But Thanos is executing a plan. Mm, like yeah. he take. He takes a stone, then he's like, "Okay, you two go get the go get this one. You two go get this one, and I'm gonna go over there and get this other one." You know, and all you're seeing is technically the villains reacting to his decisions. So, it, it's so it's, it's so weird that 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 they made that sort of work. It's weird how you can take a story and and kind of like look at it in different directions and go, oh, if you turn this guy and make him more of the protagonist, then his decisions really drive the story of the narrative. And it's just fun, you know, like figuring out the ways of how you can mess with stuff like that, you know, give Thanos a life. Like, like obviously, we all know he's wrong, but like <laughs> so many people are going, Thanos is right. And that's probably because the whole movie is about kind of like his journey his philosophy you know his change like like the moment where when when he gets the soul stone and he has to um kill gamora for it that's probably like that's the moment for him that's his dark moment 
Yeah, that's you know, it's always a dark moment for the heroes, right? Yeah, because I mean, if if uh, if 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 you're looking at it, uh, it it is this dark moment because I mean, Gamora is is the one thing in the entire, literally the entire universe that he that he cared about. So if he was willing to to take that and kill it, there was nothing that was ever going to stop him or change his mind from from his mission. true um i i muted my mic for a second i was like <laughs> was like i didn't want you to hear the conversation i was having <laughs> but like it's i i just wish i was there in the writer's room for that you know those guys must have had so much fun dude like taking it all through like it's just it's such a cool story it's it's incredible. I mean, I I just said I thought I I wonder, I wonder if they ever did like uh, I don't know the likelihood of it happening, but I wonder if they ever did like a table read kind of thing for 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 Marvel, yeah, Infinity War or any Marvel movie for that matter. Because I mean, I know it's super long, but maybe like certain scenes they would have had to go over before before they were done before they even got on the set. That'll be interesting to know. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's there's loads. I'm sure they have like a lot of like, oh this was like this or this like this, and I'm sure they also had like, they probably went into set with like one scene planned, and then another scene is <laughs> like as like backup, like where they were like kind of like not sure like what to do. Yeah, yeah, that that that's. That's that's pretty interesting, man. That is super interesting, man. When you when you think about it, man. I mean, if 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 as we're slicing and dicing Infinity War and Endgame, and I, I mean, I, I I I know, I've I've always been on the fence for for which one was was better because I've never liked the, the 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 idea of of wondering which one is better between Infinity War and Endgame because a lot of people like to sort of pit them against each other and. And you know, see which one was better than the other. But I gotta say, I mean, in Infinity War it had a lot more to say than Endgame. Yeah, I guess, I guess this, that's a good way of looking at it. You know, I to me they're they're almost like the same movie in a sense. Mm. For some reason, they just like the same. It it almost feels like they're one movie. It's like when I think of Lord of the Rings, it's like one movie, <laughs> but it takes a crazy amount of time. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. I mean, Lord of the Rings is literally the one thing that you can't like that you can't watch, uh, in, 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 in. in you can't watch it every day. You watch it at least once a year, if you can, and then and that's it. You you can't go beyond that. I bet there's some Lord of the Rings fans who are like, I watch that thing every <laughs> single week. Thank you very much. Every week. Every week. Every week. Three hours each movie. This is four hours or something. Each movie is like four hours. That's a crazy amount of time. Man. Like four hours? I don't know, man. I think it's like... Is it really? Yes. Yeah, to me, it's like 
just a really long two hours, 30 minutes. <laughs> I think the average for one is, is almost four hours, like three hours something. Let me just double check. See what the internet says about this thing. You're telling me I watched three hours? Because I remember watching all of all three of them in like one night. <laughs> really? Shit. I remember trying to. Let me just ch- change the wording. Of that. I tried to. <laughs> Return of the King. I was, I was like, no, <laughs> like, no. uh, where's the um, shit? Where's the runtime? Two hundred and eight minutes. How long is that? Uh, uh, hundred and twenty is two hours, right? Yeah, yeah. So two forty is four hours. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah, that's deep. That's yeah, but three hours something. Three hours, 40 minutes, something like that. <laughs> it, that's a lot, man. So that's, that's too much. <laughs> that, that's, that's Scorsese time. <laughs> Dude. But no, man. Did, by the way, yeah. did you hear about Scorsese pitching studios his new idea, uh, the movie that he wants to do next uh, called uh, Killers of the flower moon i believe it's an adaptation of something um apparently i i i'm just i i heard this earlier in the week so i'm not sure about the numbers on this but apparently it's like 200 million oh um the budget and apparently apparently some studios already went like nah bro <laughs> like we can't do this um, so it seems like he's going to pitch it to um, Netflix or I forgot whether it's Amazon or Apple. Like one of just as he's going to go to streaming. He's going to try and pitch to streaming um, services again, mm. which is kind of a shame. But also, why does Scorsese keep spending these crazy amounts? Does he not understand how this shit Dude. works, man? Am I crazy here? He's or, he's or uh, he's he, he's reminding me. He's reminding me of this uh, of, of 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 the Spielberg documentary. I'm not sure if you remember, but um, in in that documentary, they you know they talked about how about how was this about how Spielberg used to spend over the budget early in his career. So a lot of studios started to refuse working with him because they always knew that even if he said he needed a certain amount of money to end up going over that amount of money. So Scorsese, a little late in his career to be, to be, you know, to be doing that. But the thing is, but the thing is, he's not even playing that, that, because that's a bit smart. That's smart, you know? I'll be like, ah, is this going to cost 50 million and cost 100? You know, that's that's being smart. <laughs> Spielberg is just like, ah, you know, I tried to make it work, but we need this shot. You know, it's got to look nice. You know, it's got to look good. And you can see the movie is looking good. And, and I'm Spielberg, dude. <laughs> anyway, but now, here's Scorsese. This, his movies don't even make the kind that kind of money. They don't make the kind of money that justifies $200 million. Even if you go back to, like, Wolf of Wall Street probably made like I have not checked this Wolf <laughs> of Wolf Street but, yeah, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to estimate like somewhere in the 300 millions 
like close to 400 million. That's probably what it made. It's not enough. His movies uh, these days, I don't know how it was back in the day, but he's not that kind of money maker. He, it, he should be going 50 million at least for his movies. At least. He's, like, he's, he's, I mean, as painful as it is to say, you know, he's not as big a draw as he was back then. You know what I mean? It, it's, it kind of, it hurts me physically to say it. And, and also a little bit mentally, because I'm like, a little bit mentally, I'm thinking to myself, how dare I say Martin Scorsese is not what he was? Who the hell am I to even say that? But, <laughs> you know, if, 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 <laughs> if, 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 if you're going to compare him to, um, to, to, okay, let's take someone who's, was in the same bracket as he is. You take uh, you take Quentin Tarantino for instance, and then you take Martin Scorsese. They both released the movie in the same year, but in all honesty, you heard you heard a lot more you heard a lot more talk about 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 Once Upon a Time in Hollywood than you did about The Irishman. You know what I mean? Mm, I see what you mean there. <clears throat> And 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 this is coming from a guy who who used to. In in, in all honesty, I expected, I half expected uh the, the 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 once upon a time in Hollywood to not have have done as as well, mostly because of the whole Harvey Weinstein thing. The fact that all his all his movies prior to Once Upon a Time were with the Weinstein brothers, and. I sort of expected the world to be sort of like still holding that against him, that he worked with Harvey, even though he maybe knew or didn't know what the brothers <laughs> did. Yeah, man, I don't think the world even knows about that. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, think of it like this. You and I, like, we probably, like, care the the studios that show up at the beginning of the movie like in the credits opening credits of the film most people have no idea they have no <laughs> idea like, even the people who who um don't like Weinstein like most of them are, like if they're movie fans they're probably going to go see Tarantino because it's not like Tarantino was in that hotel room you know what i mean yeah that yeah that's true that's <laughs> yeah. true and yeah it, it sucks and then um but you know, I was I was just I was just googling, you know, researching about uh, killers of of the flowers moon, and I mean, I don't think I don't think Scorsese should be should be what's this should be uh, should be what's should 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 be seeking two hundred million for a nonfiction film. No offense, but I feel like. Anything nonfiction, you like you said, fifty million, and maybe max ninety million. He can he he can do something really good with that. It's it's not like there's a lot of uh, what's this? A lot of special effects that's going to be needed for something like that. I feel like it's it's mostly going to be mostly going to be practical effects for 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 something like Killers of the Flower Moon, unless of course is 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 going to be is going to be making Robert De Niro look younger than he is again since Robert De Niro and uh, and what's, what's, what's this? 
What's her favorite guy, man? Pesci. Isn't it Joe Pesci or is it Al Pacino? No, no, no. The the he's younger, man. He was in he was in the movie we we're talking about just now. Uh, Leo, Leo, Leo is also oh, Leo. also signed up for it. Yeah, Leo's in talks for it. Yeah, but I don't. To me, from 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 the outside looking in, I don't see. It doesn't seem to be the type of film that should cost two hundred. No, it it like it really doesn't at all. And for me, also this is gonna sound controversial, but for me, the CGI and the Irishman worked great, maybe for. Pesci and Pacino, but when it came to De Niro, for me he looked old that whole movie. He just looked old from the beginning. Yeah, it was, it's, it was actually it's, distracting. See, with the with with De Niro, it's almost like he could have just shaved, and then they could have just colored his hair, and then given him special effects, and it would have and it would have had the same the same effect. No, for me, I'm just like cast another actor. Do you know at the beginning of that movie, like he's supposed to be a lot younger than he looks, man. Joe Pesci is calling him kid. I'm like these guys are exactly the same age. Am I missing something here? That's true. It's crazy. It was crazy to watch for me. I just couldn't. I couldn't take away from that. I was like, how old is this guy supposed to be right now? I, I, I can't. I couldn't like. I couldn't get. Dude, I feel, it. I, I, I feel like I feel like uh, De Niro was supposed to be I don't know at least like twenty years younger than Pesci's character or something like that. Oh my god! Because because I mean if if you look at the uh, the flash the flash forward in a sense where you know where you know where De Niro is driving Pesci's. Uh, character and and his wife and whatnot on that road trip thing, you can tell that De Niro is mm-hmm. still De Niro's character is like old, but like Pesci's character is supposed to be way older. So the age disparity has got to be big somehow. It's just it's for me if I, like if I was going to do that story, I'd have just cast young actors. You know, I'd have just. I was just casting actors. Um, for this one, I don't know, man. Like the highest you should be going is like a hundred million. Like, like, and even then, it's like, whoa, bro, <laughs> whoa, you really push this, dude. Like, I maybe he wants to. Maybe this has potential to be like some sort of epic. You know what I mean? I haven't read Killers of the Flower Moon. I don't know, so. Maybe I'll, I'll read Kills of the Flower Moon and find out, but I I doubt that. But it's but again, it's, you know, it's 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 it's, 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 it's primarily it's primarily a drama. Uh, you know, it's it's primarily a drama with 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 pro- pro- probably some 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 action uh, ingrained in there as well. But you know if. If you look, yeah, that's the question. If, like, what kind of action? Uh, that is, that is a very good question, dude. I mean, if 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 you're looking at it from a drama action angle, I could just take uh, John Wick, John Wick Chapter Three. 
it cost 75 million to make and it made I don't know, like almost 350 million or something. So for for it to have made that much money, it, it, it dude, you, you can tell how good the practical effects and, and everything in John Wick were. I mean, how good the practical effects were. It didn't need a, a super huge budget. They, they, they didn't, I mean, Oh, what's this? Summit, Summit Entertainment didn't throw that much money at them, but they they did so much more than what they had. Um, they did so much more with what they had than what most people would have. I don't know if that even makes any sense, but yeah. And that's the that's the smart thing to do. Like at the end of the day, like Hollywood is a business. I mean, think about what's happening right now. Like the theaters are closed, bro. Damn it. Theaters are closed. Like, there's some theaters out there that are probably going to close up because they can't. They can't go on. Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy out there. Yeah. Like, for me, the only thing I could imagine this being is, like, one of those, like, old epics that you sort of see um, in much older films. Maybe you get some wars, you know, you get large armies, and you get this, like, huge sprawling battlefield those kind of things maybe do cost a lot more. You know, the type of things you see in uh, mostly Chinese movies, uh, Chinese war movies, where you see two huge armies going up against each other, you know, in those epic Chinese films. Um, but even then, I'm like, it's like, bro, bro, please, man. Yeah, David. Like, this just too far, bro. Even though I know it's going to be a great movie, dude. Like, throw 200 million at Scorsese. I want to see it. <laughs> Holy crap. Holy crap. 200 million? Scorsese? Yeah, he probably knows what he's doing. But at the same time, it's probably not going to make that much money. We're living in the same world where Blade Runner 2049 bombed. We, we have to remember this. As... His last movie was three hours. <laughs> People were complaining... And they were at home, and they were complaining that it's too long. <laughs> now imagine in the theater. I don't, maybe I don't know. Maybe in the theater it would have made a difference. But like the only people who are gonna give this a go are Netflix and Apple. So, and and even might and, be. And even then, I mean, I know I know Netflix is probably the the most likely candidate to to actually. Uh, you know, give him the money, uh, and and Apple. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know much about Apple, man. But, but their whole streaming service thing. I, I know Apple's got the money for days, but well, I mean, the only thing we've seen from them is C. True, true. Yeah, that, that is true. Which which was which actually wasn't bad. But... It was, good. It, it was pretty. It was pretty damn good. I was. I was skeptical, you know. But then, I suppose in 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 a if if you're looking at it from from Apple's perspective, what they might want to do with with, uh, with 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 giving Scorsese money is is getting a little bit of weight behind uh, the Apple streaming service, so to speak. And, you know, getting a getting getting that first big thing that that, that 
that that that they can identify with them. Because I mean, if 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 you take for instance Netflix, there there were Stranger Things. There was uh, I don't know. I know I'm forgetting other stuff, but there there's there's certain things that automatically identify with Netflix. Yeah, and um, I see here that the it's got like saying that Paramount Pictures is kind of involved. Um, now that it doesn't obviously say whether um, Paramount is is still involved right now. I know that he's pitched it to Netflix and um, Apple, but he might. What he might try to do is like ask um, Netflix or Apple to pitch in um, to fund the fund the film, but. Paramount does some of the distribution and gets into into theaters and st- stuff like that. So that maybe even if it's not in theaters for the longest time, it's at least does reach theaters. Because one of the most disappointing thing about the Irishman is that it was just Netflix. You couldn't get it anywhere in the theater. Yeah. Wait. Oh, wait. Wait. Did didn't the Wait, uh, I think during the the round table that I watched Scorsese and and uh, and the other directors, I, I think you sort of mentioned that it 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 got a it got a what's this it got a it got a release it got a theater release in like selected theaters for but for a very short period of time. I, th- I think that that's the one thing that that frustrated Scorsese. Well, it was one of those things, you know, where they like release it in New York or Los Angeles, you know, for like yeah, 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 or something. Yeah, that, that, that is it. And then like, okay, now now you can get Oscars if you want them. You can you can get them. You know? <laughs> yeah, because you have to, because you have to like have a theatrical release to like qualify for Oscars as well. So so it helps to get that like small, like theatrical run, you know, where you get the critics to see the film. You get yeah, you get a, a, a few eyes on it, you know, in theaters, and then you ship it into streaming. And even when it's like, I know Netflix shipped it straight to streaming, mm. but even while while it was on streaming, it was like still, you could still see it in certain places. Now I don't know if that straight stretched into yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I didn't see it in my local theater, so. so you know, I don't know. <laughs> but but that's the thing, isn't it? Like, um, for if if you're not seeing it in your local theater in 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 Great Britain, man, I'm I'm definitely not going to be seeing it in South Africa. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, bro. Exactly. <laughs> Accessibility. Everybody wants to see the film in the theater. Come on, guys. Please, man. Parasite, you could have given us a bit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would have been incredible to have seen Parasite in theater, man. There's there's so many things that would have made so much sense to, to have seen in the theater. Uh, By the time I saw Parasite was like at my local theater, I was like, I was like, now? <laughs> really? Now? It's like, it was like so far after like after everything, you know, after the Oscars, after everything, and then that's when I saw it in theaters. Like, ah, this is a joke, man. And it's probably there for like 
like one day, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, for that Friday. On, on, on my side, I remember I remember seeing it. I don't know, like I think it was three or four months before before it it it, it actually got steam, and uh, and it was it was it was at the it was at the Sturkin Cole movie theater in Santin City. And I remember seeing, you know, it's going to be released and whatnot. And I even remember passing at work one, one night when I was going home. And there were some people making it look important and getting ready for the release and everything. And then then after that, I never really saw it again. When, when, when I wanted to go that month end to go and check it out, I didn't see it on the on the set list of movies that are that, that a person can watch. So I think that's another thing that theaters need to sort of work on in other countries. Because, I mean, in America, you get there's so many movie theaters that you can literally, quite literally see everything from everywhere in the world. But in other countries, you hear about most stuff. You don't always get to see it. Yeah, I, I really blame... Well, I blame, I blame the way they... Um... It's sort of like a studio process. If you watch the Oscar films, usually you hear about it for months and months and months and months. You hear about, oh, this film is going to take home so many Oscars. It's so good. It's, the, it's like the best film I've ever seen. And like you're like, when the hell is this film going to to really come out? If, I mean, and one of the things that really like tells you how bad it is, like even in America, it comes out in New York like in one place in New York and maybe two places and maybe one place in Los Angeles. And then like they, they build it for like a month, right? The hype builds. And then they release it a little bit in America, like just a little bit, not in a lot of theaters, not like Avengers level theaters release, but like just a bit. And then internationally, <laughs> they, what they did in New York and Los Angeles, they go to like the biggest of the biggest theaters to just try and see if they can like create that hype again, you know. And if they find that hype, then they go big. But most of the time, it's like they don't find that hype, so these things just die down. Because it's like it's at one theater. Did you have to work so hard to go and see that one film? That's true. It's it's just too much of a, too much of a journey, too much of a job, man. Like not all of us are there. Critics that are paid Did. <laughs> to review. <laughs> this is yeah, that's just the thing. Not not all of us, you know, can can like afford to just go to a place and just watch the movie because we got that money to go to that one theater in the world. And like you said, critics critics are paid to go and sit there and analyze every inch of that thing and then go and write about it. And then, and then, of course, you, you you get guys who are paid to say good stuff about the movie just to go and make people see the movie. So, yeah, yeah, man, it's yeah, we are none of those. We just guys, <laughs> just fans, just fans. Man. <laughs> I'm just a fan. All we can do, all we can do is all we can do is go on Netflix. You know, is it on Netflix? Is what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Is is that on Netflix? And then they're like, yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> unless that's, unless they like the unless they like no, nah, it's on Hulu, bro. 
that's even worse. Isn't Hulu like only in America? It is only in America. It's crazy, dude. It's terrible, man. There's so many good shows out there, man. <laughs> so many good shows. With so many streaming services. Dude, so many so many roadblocks. So many roadblocks just, just stopping you from seeing stuff. Like remember when Disney Plus came out and, and the only place it was available was America and like the Mandalorian episodes were coming out. <laughs> and people were like internationally people were like dying. Like when the hell is this? people losing their mind especially when like baby yoda came out and it's like what is this you know like there's some people that are screaming spoilers spoilers nobody gave a damn nobody cared because like it's coming out when did Mandalorian come out I think it was like last year sometime and like you couldn't honestly ask people who have seen it not to talk about it for months on end just because you're not getting it in your country until some certain date. That's it, isn't it? It's, it's, it's crazy. Because, I mean, there's... When the Mandalorian... At, wasn't the Mandalorian, like, the first uh, thing to come out on Disney Plus? The first big, yeah, thing, I believe the first like marquee thing, and it's I think it's still the only, it's still the only, I mean, I guess you get Star Wars, Clone Wars now, but it's still like the, the biggest attraction. Yeah, but it was by far, it is. I think. I mean, there, there's all the other stuff is is planned. There's this stuff like, uh, I don't know. Of course, I'm. Mean, Falcon, Falcon Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier WandaVision, the whole the What If anthology, uh, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, which is planned for like two years from now, or something. Yeah. So all that stuff is planned, you know, the Obi Wan, all the stuff it's it's planned, and all you have there right now is in terms of new new big things like the Mandalorian and um. Maybe Star Wars Clone Wars, but that's if you're a, fla- a fan of uh, Clone Wars, because that's the last season of Clone yeah, Wars yeah, as well. Definitely. So it's like, if you're not into that, then it's, it's just it's just old things. Not, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean, I just mean it the way it is. Like those things that you've seen that you maybe you want to see them again. I mean, primarily at the moment, Disney Plus is, has mostly it doesn't have it doesn't have like a whole lot of doesn't have like a mountain of original programming it's mostly they're loading all the older stuff that that they've always had onto onto Disney plus and then the original programming will really start rolling in 2021 properly 2021 going forward that's when original programming will probably start pulling people into Disney plus and that's it and and and, and for people yeah. who are out there who are uh, but but my but my kid has got a lot of stuff to watch on Disney Plus. Well, yeah, because <laughs> of course there's plenty of stuff for kids, but for adults, <laughs> like it's only nostalgia. It's only nostalgia. Dude, for, for adults, it's only it's literally it's literally just nostalgia. There's literally nothing else beyond that. But but that it's like old old Spider Man 
um animated series x-men blah, blah, blah. but that yeah. said i mean hbo max has has a, has a chance i mean since since they own uh what is it dc is it all the dc shows go on to their thing yeah that's that's a complicated thing man like i still don't understand how this is working like are they going to scrap the dc universe streaming service or is that still continuing Dude, I... and like are the cw shows just going straight to hbo max after the air did i remember There's so many things i, I don't know I, I mean when when dc universe came out i thought okay cool there's DC Universe is, a, is like a streaming service now. You get to see all the, they'll get to add all the other stuff like, um, you know, Watchmen and the Star Girl series, which is apparently going to be a thing, and and the Harley Quinn series. You know, all of those things. Wow, I just, I I just got thrown off by a. Uh, by a headline that I'm looking at here from Digital Spy, I, I googled, I googled DC, <laughs> I googled DC, <laughs> I googled DC Universe, and the first thing I see is <laughs> the first thing I see is Harley Harley Quinn series reveals reveals a uh, major bat, Batman villain is is queer. I mean, which yeah, one? Let, I mean, let me see. Uh, oh, Poison Ivy. If you, if you watch the... I mean, come on, guys. That, that's, that's a known thing. Why is this, Why people act like that's a thing they've never seen before? Dude, I, I, I literally saw that from like the first episode. But it's okay. People acting all surprised. Like, and not even that. Like, I think it's like... Isn't it in it is in the comics too. She's... And Harley, you know, they're friendly. <laughs> <laughs> they do the sticky. <laughs> it's kind of a weird one, though. Her and Harley. It's, it's kind of like, are they? Are they? Will they? Won't they? Are they? <laughs> I and like, I don't know how much you know about like the queer com- community, but I always felt like they don't like when you're. When you're not sure with what you're doing, <laughs> when you're sort of like hinting at it, but you're not, you're not really going for it fully. I think it's called queer. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. It. <laughs> so maybe I feel like they might like that the fact that they finally took a strong point and went, okay, she she does go the other way too. But I mean, you know. <sighs> yes. It's just that it's, it's it's not that new. It's, you know? it's not that surprising. What what were we discussing before this? <laughs> we were about. discussing the DC universe, but I, I'm looking at the original programming and distribution on um for HBO Max. The only thing that's DC that on HBO Max is uh what's this thing? Doom Patrol. Mm. Mm, I can't wait for that second season. Yeah, yeah. Doom Patrol is literally the best thing to ever come out of it, of the DC series universe. The... Can you believe the Titan season three, man? <laughs> dude, I cannot even. I can. I can't even deal, dude. 
dude, did you watch the second season? I did. I did. Did you finish it? I couldn't finish it, but I don't mind. You can spoil it. Go ahead. Uh, well, I finished it. No, I'm not spoiling anything. I don't remember it. Wait, uh, I, wait, wait. I'm starting to get some pieces. Yeah, it's a bit blurry. <laughs> okay, never mind. But like that series, like honestly, it's it's so it's it's like it's like we walk into a room and there's someone standing there and you look on the floor and there's a puddle of milk on the on the floor and like in their hand is this bowl that's empty that where the milk <laughs> was, was supposed to be. It's like I'm like you spilled that milk, and then right? and, 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 and then that guy looks at you and then is like, "I know I spilled the milk, but can you please lick it?" <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "No, nah, pick up the pieces, bro. <laughs> Get it back." In and, the then, and, 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 and then you go on and and you, and you open a new carton and you pour milk into that same bowl and it still spills the milk and you're like, "What are you doing, man?" I was gonna lick this time. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> but 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 seriously, the first side of of season of season two. What was the first the first way they try to get you into season two? That awful episode. Awful. For Trigon. Oh my two. god. The CGI is it is it is so awful. You can tell that. They either had no time or they were just done with the budget. They were just like, you know what? No, we, we can't. can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they were like, done, done. We can't, we can't do anything with this. They gave up. You can tell they gave up. They went, you know what? Let's try and fix it in second season. Uh, <laughs> but you can't start your second season with that. Because that's the foot. Dude, the that is the foot. Imagine people, imagine people like you who hated season one. And you go back and you're like, ah, I'm going to try and watch season two. And then you see that, bro. You're running away. You're never touching that thing. That ten foot Dude, I wanted, I wanted to give it such a chance when it, when it like, when, when, when season two dropped, I was like, okay, okay, maybe, maybe they can actually bring it back. Then I saw Trigon and I was like, ah. Oh. And then to make it even worse, they gave me this Slade Wilson of theirs that was so weak. And I was like, come on. And then I continued to try and give it a chance. And then they give me skinny, skinny ass, old, old Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, this is your Batman? <laughs> I just... Because it's that whole, that series, man, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Uh, it didn't work. I'm still going to watch it, but like, it's just because, it's just because I love comic book adaptations. I just love them so much. That I can even watch the bad ones, but like it's so bad, dude. It's so bad. Sometimes I watch and I just laugh, and I'm like, guys, really? <laughs> guys, really, really, this is this is real. Like this is real. Uh, I feel bad for those actors. I truly believe those actors could be so much better. Whenever I watch actors and I'm like, this performance isn't working, I I don't blame the actor. I blame. First of all, as a writer, I go to the script. I'm like, okay, this line, maybe, maybe this characters, these lines, they're not that well written. 
And then I go to the director. And I'm like, that doesn't help either. Because that show is just not well done. It's not well done at all. It's so boring. Sometimes it's so boring. And other times it's just like, guys, are we serious here? Can maybe we should just stop. Let's put the, the tools down and just give up. <laughs> like truly, 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 that season, that that show is just bad. They should change the name and get a new showrunner, new people to try and give it new Dude, life. They, just try and they, they should just call it Two life. Teen Titans and do the actual Teen Titans. I don't know what they're even going for, but ah, they need like a soft reboot. At least, like, if they like the characters, they can keep them. But Change like, like the structure. Whoever's doing it, whoever's doing it, like, please, like, please bring new life. <laughs> like, I don't want you to lose your job. I don't, I don't advocate <laughs> for such. But I want you to, to do something new. Do they, something new. They, they, they should give it to the Doom That's Patrol right. guys. Or, or, or even better, or even better. Give it to the guys who did Swamp Thing. I know those guys, they got destroyed by budget. But I watched and I finished the first season of Swamp Thing after people advocated for it to be released fully after the first three episodes came out. Then they were like, they're canceling it. But then everybody was like, we want all the other episodes. Then all the other episodes came out. Anyway, Swamp Thing was amazing. It was so good. But... Wow, I need to check they that got out. destroyed by the budget because yeah, they, they, the graphics were proper in Swamp Thing. Now I'm feeling like I'm not going <laughs> to check that. out. <laughs> the graphics were proper in Swamp Thing. It it was it was a really good show, dude. It was really well done. It was a reason why they got cancelled. <laughs> it was too good. <laughs> you gotta you gotta make try guns. <laughs> You gotta make Taigan CGI. <laughs> no, but but then it was it, it was really great, man. Uh, but like they, the 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 only thing that really killed them was 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 that was 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 the budget. It was it was literally the budget. But dude, the the monster, uh, it was it was really good, man. It was a terrible way to cancel that. It show. was. Like, it was. I feel like they could have, they could have given that 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 show a chance, because you look at what the the rest of the stuff they're doing. Like, I think um, Doom Patrol is the the biggest success. The Harley Quinn animated series is also a huge success. That has to be said. Like that, that is that is mm. pretty good. Mm. Like that animated series for Harley Quinn. That's. I, I laugh so hard, dude. Like that thing, it, it doesn't take itself seriously at all, and I think that helps because it's just like, okay, let's just have fun. You know, sometimes these things, it's it's, a, it's an animated series about Harley Quinn. Even Harley Quinn doesn't take herself too seriously. You gotta have fun, man. Just have fun, <laughs> and they really do that. Um, but for me. There's like two things on that site that are like worth pursuing. And like Titans, you can I don't advocate for people losing their jobs. I want you to understand. I don't like it. I wouldn't like someone saying, get rid of this guy. Like if I was doing something, I wouldn't like it. Because I'm going to get better. Like, like 
and have some belief in me, man. Like, if I do bad things, I'm going to get better. But also, Titans, two seasons have not, they have not been a good. <laughs> they haven't. It's, and not even, like, not been good. They've been, they've been flat out bad at points. Like, I give the series all the chance, but Jesus Christ, man, there's some moments that you just, like, this is not worth Yeah, no, there's... There's a lot of those. There's a lot of those moments where weight just doesn't work, man. Because yeah, it's just—it's everything too. It's the performance, direction, the cinematography. Like it had that awful color in the season one. I was like, why are you painting this thing in this in this dark thing, fam? Like this is not that dark. <laughs> It's just, just yes. fun, man. It's Dude, the Teen Titans. Titans are so much fun. I, I I know they go through dark times in there. Well, obviously, they're not, they're not teens. Technically. <laughs> <laughs> they just... Oh, my bad. They, they Titans. Because the, the only one who's not a teenager there is apparently Dick Grayson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> apparently, the Teen Titans, they, they, they went through some dark stuff. You know, <laughs> they, they had to... Yeah, but like I remember, uh, I remember when I watched season one, and I remember the best part. And well, and uh, I, I, I just realized I, I just did the best part about season one. <laughs> anyway, the best part <laughs> about season one was for me was Jason Todd. Jason Todd was they they they, they were able to somehow transfer enough Jason Todd qualities from the comic. To the live action, the recklessness, the, the that reckless abandonment that I don't really give a shit. I I can do whatever I want because I work for Batman. Attitude, he did that perfectly. And then, especially his first yeah. scene, right? I remember him. He really he really popped on like when he like when he um showed up the first time. I was like, wow, yeah, this is this is good. Maybe the show is gonna. It's gonna yeah. turn here. It's gonna take a turn here. I was, I was yeah, and, and then and then somehow by the time we get to season two, all of that kinda it it's gone. It it just goes and it goes and then then it's then it's just it's not there anymore. Not really. Yeah, it's just it's just an awful ah. series, man. Like I thought I thought the chick who plays the Wonder Girl, is that what yeah, she's yeah. called? Wonder Woman. Yeah, I thought it was gonna add some interestingness to it too, but ah. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. and then just, all the characters just weigh each other dude, down. And then, and then you had Rose, and then you had Rose Wilson, who was just like, ah. I, I at first I thought, you know, this chick, the look, she, she might be cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and it's no. like nah, no. Oh, 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 as Consuela, oh, as Consuela would say, no, no, no. <laughs> like I always think of the. I don't know. If, I don't know if you remember this. This moment in Get Out, where with the where he's talking to the to like the the lady who is um uh, playing like she's the maid. Yeah. Um, the black lady playing like she's a man. She goes, no, no, oh, and no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I remember that. Scene. It's a really scary. Thing. 
And the most scary thing about that scene is, is she saying, no, 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 she's got this smile on her face, and then, and then this chair. And, and, and then the chair just starts rolling down, dude. I'm like, dude. whoa. It's so good. <laughs> so good. What a performance <sighs> in that scene. That act just magnificent. Talk about, by the way, talk about Jordan Peele killing it. She is smiling at and crying time. at the same time, I- bro. It's telling you something. <laughs> I mean, how do you, how, as Jordan Peele, how do you, how do you even get that across? How do you, how do you convince an actress to be like, all right, so what you're gonna be doing is you're gonna be smiling, and you're gonna be crying at the same time. Hundred percent. It's in the script. <laughs> it's in the script. <laughs> it's in the script. She knew. She knew what was up that day. She was like, I, she's, and she was probably excited. You know, actors, they get amped to do good things. That's why I never blame the actors for some reason. Like, I always trust that the casting director usually has the good eye, and the actors usually want to do the thing and, until they get to set, and then maybe things go wrong. Yeah, you know yeah, that's I mean? true. But, but I usually trust the actors, and she killed it, man. God damn. <sighs> I can't wait for Candyman. I'm not watching it, but I hope everybody enjoys it. I'm, I'm going to watch it because, <laughs> you know, I, at first I wasn't going to watch it because I, I first thought they'd replaced um, the original Candyman. And the fact that it's coming back for me, that's that's the coolest thing. That's the coolest thing for me. So I can't wait for that. So, yeah, it's like very interesting hills that you die on. Like, like they, they replaced my guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know I know it's weird but for me um you know if 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 the, if there's if there's a certain thing that I really like about something and and that something isn't isn't there for for a sequel or like uh, if if it's something that's not too long in the tooth you take for example Candyman. I mean, I I totally didn't expect Tony Todd to to come back because Tony Todd is is, is old now. He's old, even though the voice is, is still super great. Tony Todd is a bit old. Wait, wait, but you just you just said that you went. I, wa- I wasn't. I wasn't. The, I, no, I, I wasn't gonna watch it because. But you just yeah, said I, he's old, so you accept. This guy yeah, I, I accepted that is not good, that is not supposed to be in this film, but I still wasn't gonna watch it. But you're just not gonna watch it just because exactly wow. just because it's not there. Wow. <laughs> so it's like and like when I tell you you're not supporting the black masterpiece nah. director that is no nah, man is. It's, it's it's like if they made it's like if somehow there was at some point in the future there's a remake for the crow. Uh, I'll probably take some time to watch it. I, I will watch The Crow if they ever made a, re- a remake. But I might, I might take some time to watch it because Brandon Lee was, you know, was my guy. So, and like, and like, let me get straight up. <laughs> what you're saying uh, is that you're What? No! What the? Watching a black Screw you, man. Screw you, man. Because you see a Black cast in the in the horror. Nah, film. man. I'm not gonna watch. That's not. I'm telling. I'm telling you that if if a specific guy is not playing that character, 
not gonna, I wasn't gonna watch it. That's, that's not what, what I you said. said. That's not what you said. You said that I you accepted that it's too old. Yes. You said you accept that it's too old. In the oldness, in the oldness of this character, no, I did not that, at all mention race. I did not explain race. I did not mention any race. You're the one who started bringing the race game into this. <laughs> you just explained race. You just said it right now. You just said it. You said race. <laughs> this guy <laughs> trying to call Julius Malema on me out here. <laughs> He, he said race. Comrade. Com- 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 <laughs> it is a gentleman. It is a for, for, for anyone who's not South African who will not understand that reference that just went through right now. <laughs> I, I feel like even people who are not South African need to understand that Julius Malema. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, that, was, that wasn't even my Julius Malema. That's just my. my <laughs> that's. Like what I default into when I try to act like South African. <laughs> uh, I should join like um, what's his party? The EFF. I should join, uh, man. I don't know. The man. EFF. I feel like I feel like they're trying to secure. I know. Future. He's he, he, he's, he's been quiet now. You know, ever ever since he he agreed, you know, with the with the president, it's like it's like he portrayed himself. He hasn't been saying anything now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so strange. I'm not saying anything. He's such a vocal guy, and I like his thoughts too. <sighs> oh man. Anyway, how did we get to Juju again? Uh, so Candyman, <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyway, Candyman. <laughs> and how did we get to Candyman? Oh, we went to Jordan Peele, and how did we get Jordan Peele? The lady saying no. Yeah, no, and no, how no, did no, we get no, to no? No, we 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 discussed Titans, but yeah, let us move on to Titans. I've I've been sitting here watching. Please, I've been sitting here watching watching an infin- Infinity War on mute for like the last twenty five minutes. It's really interesting to watch this movie in wow. mute. <laughs> wow! I mean, <laughs> weird, weird flex, I'm, but okay. I'm, I'm, I mean, I met. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on the <laughs> scene. I'm at the scene where, you know, where Tony flies up to the ship and then Spidey calls Iron Spider for, for the for the first time. I love that scene. Love that scene, man. Love it. I love I love that that scene. Um God, I love Spider-Man in that movie, by the way. Like he's not like a serious part of the movie, but like he's so good in that movie. Like his moments with Peter Quill, his, his interactions with, with Doctor Strange. Dude. It's so good, man. It's so good to Hi, have Spider-Man Peter. in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that, that's not it. Hey, put some respect on Tom Holland's name. It's, hey, man. Then you meet him one day and you find out that you're like some height. In all honesty, we, I probably am as the same height as Tom Holland because I mean, I'm not, I'm not a tall guy. Think about it. He acts, I'm not a tall guy. He acts opposite huge dudes, too. You gotta yeah. think about that. Chris Hemsworth. You know, Chris Dave, Evans, Dave Batista. Come on, man. <laughs> He's just this, like small guy among these huge guys, but among normal people, <laughs> he, he probably he probably looks a bit. A bit yeah, he's it, probably you know? a little bit jacked, man. That's I was I was gonna make it. That's what oh. she said. Joke looks a bigger oh. than 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 you than. He, is than you think he is. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Phrasing it sounds like what she said. 
Phasing indeed. <laughs> oh man. We can't wait with Spider Man. And like I don't know what, what the hell Sony and Marvel are doing with him, like at this point. Because the last film left him in a It left him in a very, very strange place, dude. But like, holy but crap, then guy. but then again, here's 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 the interesting thing about that. Marvel were meant to have revealed Peter Parker's identity during the Civil War saga because in the comics, uh, in order for Tony, to, to, Tony had one rule for anyone that joined his team who wore a mask, and that was they needed to reveal their true identity to the world. And that, you know, was insisted even more for, for Spidey. So for the one Spidey joined Tony, he removed his mask and is like, hi, everybody, I'm Peter Parker. So in a way, that was a long time coming. It, it is technically, yeah. But that's, a, that's an interesting thing. When you think about Marvel's Civil War, and this goes back to the opening discussion that we had, didn't we, about like two boxes. It's so interesting like how Marvel, Marvel kind of pulls a trick over people what I mean by this is um, a lot of people like um, a lot of people say things like Marvel does a good job adapting certain comics and like they're so faithful to the comic and, and, and all this stuff. But really, when you think about it, there's a lot of differences between like the comic Civil War and the, um, oh, the MCU. There's a Civil huge, War. huge gap between the two. And, and it's not even things that they can decide. Like, it's not like their choice. It wasn't like Kevin Feige was like, okay, I don't want to have all these characters. <laughs> like, he didn't say that. Yeah, he no, he, have he, 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 he but... didn't have a choice. If he if he did, I'm sure he would have been. Because, I mean, there, there, there's characters that are already integral to, to Civil War. Because I, I remember, so I remember cool, going... Man. I, I remember when, when Marvel was going towards Civil War and, and, and they'd entered production for Civil War and the, the questions were already flying. But the biggest questions that people asked were, what about Spidey and what about the Fantastic Four? Because those two entities were the biggest in, impacting factors in Civil War. So Marvel had to do something. They had to get one of them to come on board and Spidey was was the one that they were able to get easiest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, nice so yeah, yeah, trailer, yeah. Right? So, so when they got Spidey, it was like, oh, wonderful, guys. Thank you for, you know, for bringing this out to us. But then. And even then, like, it's not even just the characters. Like, the details of the Civil War have to change because, like, the motivations and how things are happening and like all these like the Sokovia cause and all this like all the details are so different even though people are like Marvel's adapting the they were not same adapting thing. the same it's it was, really just yeah it was really different the the accords in the in the comics they came up for from 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 a different uh what's this from a different source than than they did in exactly. in this in the Civil War film, so it's like, you know, okay guys, they they did do the accords, but I mean, 
you guys are saying it's exactly what it is, but it's not. Yeah, yeah for, for some reason, people just always say things like that. Maybe it's because they're named after, like, the comic, like, Civil War. It's like, maybe people are like, yeah, I, I see the thing there. Like, because Infinity War, you know, the Infinity Saga, like, maybe. And because certain pieces fit in the way, like, people like mm. think of them yeah. in comics, maybe. Um, what I will give them, though, is what they're incredible at is using what they have to tell stories that are in the same spirit of the old ones. So they don't have the characters and, and every of the, every bit of the circumstances that led up to Civil War, but they still understand the spirit of Civil War. You know, they understand that it's these two conflicting ideologies we're putting the heroes that we love against each other. That's that's the best yeah, that, that, doing. They, like, that's true. That's true because that's I mean, if we're still sticking with the accords, uh, I mean the the original one, uh, the the original the the Marvel comics accords were were initially, you know, like pretty much more or less like a registration act for every single person that has some kind of superpower or superpowered weapon so so the government could be able to monitor them. And 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 in the comics that's what Steve fought against. And in the comics it escalated because of that because in the comics you have everything. You have the X Men, which is the mutants universe, you have the Avengers side of things, you have you, you, you have extraterrestrial guys like the what's what's the terrible series that came out in IMAX back in 2018. Terrible series, IMAX 2018. The, the Marvel one that, that everyone hated. Well, that I hated. Uh, uh, Inhumans. Yeah, you have your Inhumans that also needed to get registered. So there was... So in the grand scope of the comics, they had a lot more to work with. And like you said, in the movies, they couldn't very well use the 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 registration act thing because they hadn't really revealed that many characters to have been existence, you know, in in the in the universe. Yeah, and 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 the ones they had, like, it's kind of <laughs> that's true. Yeah, like exactly. He said, "I am so I am like like Tony Stark said it. He said, I am Iron Man. <laughs> like it's not like he's hiding. Like the only guy who really has like stuff to lose is Peter Parker. Like because he's the he's technically the, the only normal person that was there. Yeah, think about it. The rest of them like they're like these they're like sort of like mercenaries. <laughs> they they just go through fight after fight. Everybody knows yeah, them. And... You know when when and... they, when the CIA sees Scarlet Witch, they <laughs> and most of them, and most of them didn't really have families. I mean, if if you're looking at it from that perspective, P- Peter Peter is the only guy who really had family. He had, he had Aunt May, and then at the same time, he he also had. Um... No, he just yeah. has Aunt May. Yeah, but technically, I'm talking. Yeah, in the movies, in the movies, he has Aunt May, and and then he has that friend of his, the the fat one, and then. 
yeah, and that's about it. That, 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 those are the people that he cares about. But in the comics, oh, in, in the comics, it's like, oh. I feel like there's a there's a lot of people who care about it, you know people because <laughs> that's it, that's a in, huge in the blast comics, radius. It was a huge blast radius because if you're looking at Peter alone, he had so many people because by by the point the Accords came out, he was already married to 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 Mary Jane. Insane <laughs> stuff, man. Jeez. So. There was a lot of things going on by that point, and then, and then uh, the the Fantastic Four. I think they already had their kids, and Ben Ben Grimm was married, and he had like five kids, and yeah, too many. <laughs> it was a lot. There was a lot going on at that point. There was a lot to lose. Yeah, that's, it's just incredible to hear the narratives that people give them because they're still producing a good story like the only reason people regard them that way is because of how successful they've been DC like let's be honest their adaptation they have I I wouldn't say that they've stuck even even though we've acknowledged that Marvel makes several changes like Marvel still stays in the spirit of something. <laughs> like, DC, DC, man, like Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder was, was going on his own, let's be honest. Like from Man of Steel, which is which is a, a good yeah, yeah. film. From Man of Steel, he was already going on his own. He was like, this is the path. <laughs> And then Batman and Superman, <laughs> holy crap, he's really going for his own. <laughs> Justice League, who the hell knows where he went to Batman? Oh my god. <laughs> we still haven't seen the cut. Oh shit. <sighs> yeah, was it? No, you're right, you're right. Because like um Yeah, no, you're right. Because even even if you go back to like and as much respect as I have for Christopher Nolan, um he, he did his own thing with Batman as well. I mean, Joker was Joker was Joker, but he also did his own thing with Joker. He didn't give him that you know that that, that origin story for Joker. He didn't uh, even even Catwoman. I was I was rewatching um I was rewatching The Dark Knight Rises the other day, and, and I wanted to analyze Catwoman specifically in that movie. And even Catwoman, she at no point. In any in any 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 one scene is he ever called Catwoman. Even in the headline, they never they never write Catwoman. They write the burglar strikes again. And 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 there's this weird thing where you know where she wears goggles over her thing to analyze stuff. And when she takes off the goggles and she puts them over her head, they sort of look like cat ears, but she's not actually wearing cat ears. She doesn't have any of the nuances that Catwoman actually has. So DC is like it's like they just hire a guy and they're like, do whatever the fuck you want. Just call it the right name. So yeah, it, yeah. Like that's a very because even point that, I never I never thought about, about that. Because uh, even if, if if even with Joker the movie, like Joker Joker, as much as I mean I adore that movie. 
we all it's been documented how much I love that movie. But that's also something else that just did its own thing. It Yeah, I don't think it 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 um it has too many ties to the killing joke yeah. at all. Like it's very it's, it's, different. It's, it's, <laughs> like a lot of people are like it's sort of like the killing no, joke. It, no, no, no. <laughs> you need to go there again. It, 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 <laughs> You didn't keep that nice. <laughs> the, literally, the only thing that stays true to the comics uh, until recent as until recently has been uh, has been the animated films. Because even the animated films, the last from the Killing Joke um, until now, some of the other some of the things they've released have been like, mm, no, that's that's not that's not what happened. You guys just did your own things. <laughs> even they make yeah. small changes, like. <laughs> But I feel like they're still the most loyal or like they're still the most there in terms yeah. of that. For people who are like trying to be like, who's really faithful? Like they're still, I think that's still the place for DC. If you want to see them really be faithful with the characters is in um, animated form. They're, Definitely. They're doing good work. You know, like we don't give them too much credit. Obviously, we, we kind of get on there on their ass a bit because you know they're not we sort of feel like they're not they're not doing yeah they're not what they're they're not doing what they were doing at the start because i mean if you're looking at the first like five ten five six movies that they did ah those things were amazing and then from there i'm even i'm even going further than that i'm even like even those are not enough for me I'm like, I need, I need more. Like, why aren't you doing like theatrical level films here, man? Like, you guys, you're right. On, you're right. Man. I mean, aim higher. If you, higher, guys. if you, if you simply look at um, Into the Spider Verse, man, that was something. Talk about a breath of fresh air. Like, in terms of like, have you ever thought about like? animated superhero um films like then don't get the sort of theatrical buzz that the live action movies get yeah for some reason which is crazy because this is like the superhero time right now that's what everybody says like they rule the world but like in terms of the animated films even spider-verse like it didn't make like a crazy like buckload amount of money, it made it okay money, but like it could have made more. It should have made more. Like it was pretty good, but like still nobody, not that many people showed up for it. Definitely, for not as many as the number of people who showed up for Homecoming or Far From Home. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I mean, you 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 kind you kind of look at. Uh, you, you kind of look at it like that, and and it's 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 it's, it's difficult to argue with. I mean, I, I I remember watching the the death of Superman, and that was so good. But it's you 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 wonder what would have happened if how it would have gone if if they could have pushed it just to another level and and done a theatrical release. Yeah, that's what. That's, yeah, that's something we should yeah. see. 
Because if they like really let loose and like really start going crazy, because if because uh, if 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 you flip the coin, uh, and look at Japan, and you take and 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 I I I'll take the 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 last anime film that I watched recently, and that that being um, a One Piece Stampede, that movie blew me the fuck away dude it was so much it was it was incredible and that thing it got it, it got a theater release in japan and uh, and i remember watching uh one of the uh, one of the clips there's this moment when luffy uh faces up against the villain and the villain activates his his conqueror's haki and then it like sort of it's like this purple shadow that clouds over everything. Then Luffy reacts by activating his, and it's like this red cloud that comes in and resists his one. And the reaction in the theater, the people lost their fucking mind. It was end, it was it was Avengers Endgame level when when Cap picked up the 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 the, the, the hammer kind of reaction. It was that. It was that infection. It was it was that good, and it was a full movie theater. And I and I remember getting the same uh, sort of goosebumps from One Piece Stampede because of how incredibly good that movie is as a freaking whole. Not just that scene, but the whole movie itself was just incredible. And then, yeah, and I think that that goes to show you, I guess, like anime, like the way they do anime, like. They put a lot into some of these anime films, like, like that One Piece film. Like, I can, like, I remember. I think I saw what you're talking about, and it looked pretty awesome. Like, it looked epic as hell, dude. The animation was, dude, fire. Like, like when you watch, when you watch the DC anime film, you can tell, like, uh, like this isn't, this isn't that level. You can tell. Like, Dude, I, I I get no. so disappointed with some of the with some of the animation with a lot of the I I feel like I end up watching DC films to see how good the story is the animated ones because I mean I I watched Superman yeah. Red Sun the other day and I was like well, the the time I watched it I was like oh okay I mean it's great but like you guys could have done so much better and then and then and then you go and look at like. Uh, like in, in all the DC animated films, something like um, uh, which which Superman? There's one. There's this other Superman one that I never like, uh, because because the dude looked so point. It, the animation style was so weak. It was I think it was Superman Unbound, or Superman versus the Elite, one of the two. Ah, man, the animation style is so so weak, dude. It's so terrible. And then you could literally go and take. You can just tell that. This yeah, you can. You can just tell that. Okay, we were just doing it for DVD. And then you could take another movie. You put it right alongside that. And it just wouldn't look. I mean, you you can take an any can you take an anime film released in the same year, and you would be more interested you and, and then play them side by side you can take an anime an anime film released in the same year and take that that superman film put it on two different screens in front of you and and you end up watching the anime film because of because of because of how the anime 
at the animation style to capture you. And not even like an animal, like like film, like a huge film, like just an just like an episode. Oh my! Like you see some crazy. Dude, you could take you could take an like, episode. You could take episode twenty five of, of Poco no Hero and put it beside that. That's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. Like it's like holy crap, dude! Like you know what I mean? Like you watch something, you're like, holy crap! This just blew my mind. Like, like for me, even if. Even if they have to move away from the known stories, like just blow people's minds. Let's let's have fun here. Let's blow people's minds, man. I like when I like when people try and blow people's minds, even when they fail. Like the fact that they try and to blow blow my mind, not just to tell me a good story, but to blow my mind up, dude. To kick my ass, to be like, <laughs> get up, get up, get up. This is action, you know. Like when I watch. When I watch Mad Max Fury Road, man, I can tell. I'm like, this movie is set up. Dude, dude, you want to? <laughs> when it ends, you just say like, oh my god, dude, can I go you, back? You want, you, you, you want a movie that will kick your teeth in, right? <laughs> so many times over. Kick your teeth in so many times. You're like, what the hell did I just watch? I mean, the, 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 there's not a lot of movies that the, the, that I can think of off the top of my head that, that, that have done that. I mean, you, you mentioned Mad Max, and then off the top of my head, I also I also think Logan, because and then and and then I think uh, I don't know something like I don't know, man. Titles are literally running out of my head. You, you you think something like Captain America's Civil? I mean, it's Captain America: The Winter Soldier, and you're like, man, these are action sequences. Dude, those so kick ass, dude, and and like that goes to show you, it doesn't even have to be all um, R rated. Like PG thirteen works too, man. Like even if you're, you're a drama, bro, just try and blow my mind. Like, dude, just have some fun. Speaking man. speaking of dramas, that 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 can blow your mind. I was I was watching one. I didn't expect a whole lot out of it. Uh, it's it's this this is comedy drama with with the uh, with Kate Blanchett, it's called "Where Where Where'd You Go, Bernadette." It, I didn't expect a lot from it, but man, I watched it and it was so. That's a, that's a lovely title. It was so damn good. By the time it finished, man, it left. You know, you, uh, usually I know something is really good when it leaves. When when after I finished it, I immediately jump into writing. That's when I'm like. That thing got my got my uh, got my what's this got my writing juices going. Richard Linklater did that film. He's the guy that did um that film where where they had to grow. Boyhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boyhood. Oh man, Boyhood is also another thing that just kicks you in the teeth, man. Jesus. By the way, have you ever watched the the before trilogy? Before sunrise, before no, sunset, no, I haven't. Midnight, I haven't watched that yet. It seems like like a trilogy of rom coms, which is weird. I've never seen a trilogy huh, of rom coms. That is that is very strange. Yeah. I want that interesting one. Days and confused. You seen that? Did I? Which one? Days yeah, yeah, confused. I've watched Days and Confused. I I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. It's one of the few. That's an 
another yeah, yeah. Thing it's, as well. it's one of the few like comedy I mean romantic well is, is it is, yeah it what well, coming of age things that I that I've liked. It seems like you and Richard Linklater just click, man. Like where'd you go been dead days and confused? And and I mean uh He's got such an interesting. He had a he, 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 he also had a really like a really big cast for for Dazed and Confused. I remember watching it and I was like, man, there's a lot of people here. Because I mean, you, you got Matthew McConaughey, you got Ben Affleck. Uh, who else was in it? Mila Jovovich was in that. Um, and this is dude. in the '90s. This is before they yeah, are what they are today. <laughs> That's crazy. Isn't that crazy though? When you like watch a movie and you're like, "Oh crap, this thing has all these people who pop huge," like Matt McConaughey. Remember the Dude, I remember that. Like, remember when he was like, he just put on fire every moment. I forgot which stretch of time it was, but he just put out. It was a film of the film. I think it was a stretch between like twenty. I don't know, like twenty thirteen. When was uh, when was Interstellar? Because it it was during the time, it, it it was it was in Interstellar as one of the movies that came around that time. Yeah, me and dates. <laughs> Let me see. Twenty fourteen was uh, Interstellar. I All right. It was it was around that time. Like, like he he won the Oscar. He just. He was just Wolf of Wall Street. He had like how many scenes in Wolf of Wall Street? He had like two scenes in Wolf of Wall Street. Remember the mm-hmm. one where he's beating on his chest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was so uh, good, dude. Well, I couldn't know what I'm so saying. Good. Yeah, it was, it was between 20, 2011. Shit, man. He's, he went on for a while. It was like 2011 to like 2017. Jeez. <sighs> it was. It was fire, bro. It was fire. It's just incredible to watch. When somebody just gets on a roll, it's it's incredible. Especially when he when he was just killing killer after killer after killer Dude. after killer after killer. Wait, wait, did, did you ridiculous? when you were checking out Link Letter, did you did you happen to check out this thing of his Merrily We Go Along that he's filming for the next twenty years? It's coming out no, in twenty. It's coming he's out in twenty forty, dude. Oh, twenty forty. No. He's doing another one. Is he's he gonna, gonna be alive, alive for twenty years, dude? He's fifty nine, so he could be. There's a chance. He's gonna. He's probably gonna do what he did with Boyhood, where he's gonna like. I'm sure what they did for Boyhood was like they met up every once in a while. <laughs> it's like every year they just met up. And he was like, okay, let's do these scenes. Okay, let's meet up again next year. See you guys next year. But then, <laughs> next year. It's, it's just but then, so smart. Yeah, but, but then it's insane, dude. Like 20 years, dude. 20 years is a long time, man. <laughs> well, and if you think about it, you remember when you talk about um, Scorsese and how like he's asking for 200 million? Linklater is probably like super low oh, budget, dude. dude. <laughs> Like that guy, like that guy, like he his films, they're not the same. 
he doesn't even go for that type of thing, man. He goes, it's low, low, low. So for studios, like, well, 20 years from now, if we're still here, I don't even know if he has a studio. Uh, independent, with, right? with, 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 with Boyhood, he worked with the, he, he worked with Universal for distribution, international distribution. And then and then he worked for for IPF films for for local distribution in the US. And then for for this one, Jason Blum is actually the one who's backing him financially. Oh nice, nice, nice. Blum Blum is like, <laughs> yeah, sure, twenty years I'll be there. It's crazy. Let's do it, man. Oh, Let's do man. it. Let's do it, yeah. Jesus. Yes. I wish I could be a producer, but you know, I've been thinking about being a producer more than a writer sometimes. Like I just, I I just watch some of the decisions made in Hollywood, and I'm like, you could put a guy <coughs> like me in, in charge of these things, and I'm telling you, like, they turn out better than some of, some of these things are turning out, man. It's just like please, there's just maybe there's just so many people in the room, you know. Like what's A twenty four doing? What what they what's they doing? What the, what's this thing like? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Uh, they, 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 it's, it's like there's so many interesting things be, behind the curtain. You know what I mean of of the whole producing thing. Because I mean, as a producer, you're in charge of so many things. You're in charge of, and sometimes yeah, you're in charge yeah. of the director too. It's <laughs> just weird, man. Like Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige is there on set. He's watching those dailies too. Dude, <laughs> it's, it's, exactly. Because ah, I mean, if I mean, if 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 you're looking at a guy like like like, like we just mentioned, Feige, he's in charge of directors, and most and, and most definitely, you look at a guy like Jason Blum. He is the founder of freaking Blumhouse, including the subsidiaries of Blumhouse. So if he decides, I don't like this director. He can just have that guy fired like that. He doesn't have to talk to anyone about it. And and the good thing about like Blum, it seems like he has a good like setup um going on that like when he finds someone in his like internal thing that he's like, oh, this young guy can can do something great, he gives him the chance exactly. to like lead a film. Like exactly. And what that does, like, it gets new voices out there, excuse me, new voices out there, like Lee Wanell doing Upgrade. Like, holy crap. Dude. Holy <laughs> crap. You know? But you need someone who trusts you. And he, like, looks at these people and is like, this guy's got talent. So he's got the talent. Even though, and one of the good things is because he's, he's so low budget, he doesn't he doesn't need to um it doesn't need to go wild with with the budget so they can they can have like directors that you don't know or stars that you don't know it's fine because <laughs> it's a low budget film it's probably gonna make 20 million exactly or, or something and then like they'll be fine i mean okay. i mean if if, <laughs> if it was I mean, a film for one million make 20 fine. i mean if you're so, looking if you're looking at the most recent thing that they that they made uh, that that he already produced. It's Fantasy Island. That that thing was made for seven million, and it, and it made almost fifty million. So like, <laughs> what more do you need? 
And damn, and Fantasy Island came, yeah. came out this year, by the way. So, like, like, and we know how terrible this <laughs> exactly. for, for theaters. So, so if that, like, and I think Fantasy Island was actually got some bad reviews too. So, like, even though his films get bad reviews, it's he's, so he's, he's like a he's, he's, he's a brand now. He's he's a name, and 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 the and the really cool thing is like. I feel like people will go and watch something that's made by him or that's produced by him or produced by his company just because his name is on it. And and and, and this is gonna sound weird, but sometimes I don't know it's a Blumhouse trailer until the end. But I'm like, wow, this is really fun. I'd like to to go see this. But I only find out like later that, that it's so, a Blumhouse thing. They have a way to, to draw people in to, 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 to watch their to watch their things. I mean, another one that perhaps I didn't like because because of the changes, but for, from a story perspective, it wasn't that bad. It's Invisible Man, another film that came out this year, seven million budget, one hundred twenty six million it made. So <laughs> ridiculous, man. Like if, if if somebody else is doing that, it's probably like a fifty million exactly. film, and that's fifty million minus the uh, exactly. marketing and all that. Because like on that seven million, he adds in marketing. Sure, it can can be marketing can be a lot, but because he's he's making his film for for dirt cheap, like at least all he needs to do is make a lot less money. And like um. Like a blockbuster, like you need to make so much money to to make like good money as a blockbuster, dude. Like you gotta make the people say you gotta make like three times your budget. Dude. That's insanity, bro. And, and <laughs> dude, you gotta make three hundred million if you're spending a hundred million. You double that, you gotta double what you're making. <laughs> and that's and that's like hundred million minus like. Marketing budget because if you're like spending a hundred million, dude, you're spending tons on marketing. You're spending millions <laughs> on marketing. Yeah, like, I mean, Marvel films don't even get me started. Like, how much stuff do Jeez, they do? Dude. Jesus Christ, the interviews, the billboards, it's ah, everywhere. You know, you you, you know, you, you you mentioned like you know, uh, Lee Wanell, you know. I mean, what's this? You 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 mentioned Jason Blum's knack for opportunity, and uh, he he's, he with the, with the directors that it gives a chance. If if the guys are truly really really great, he he keeps them in his circle for for use in future films, which is which is something that's really cool. So so it's whenever he has a project, it's almost like whoever that guy is becomes first first choice to, to make to make the things. Yeah, and, and he seems like willing to work with the younger directors, older directors, older IP, exactly. new IP, exactly. original yes. stuff, older um, sequels for, for films like Hello, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he, you know, I like a company that, that does a lot, that's ambitious. And like, okay, yeah, let's do that. This sounds fun. It sounds that's that's how it feels when you watch one of their films. It's like someone went, yeah, that sounds and, fun. Let's do it. And and, and, and another thing with with that is, 
it's always it's always fresh it's always it's it, it's never the same you 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 can't watch one Blumhouse film and and say it's the same as another, even if it's part of the same franchise. You can watch the first Insidious and the second Insidious, but they'll have two different nuances to them. Which is... Yeah, that's that's something really important you should have, dude. Like it can't can't be same thing every time. This is one of my going back to like where we started with like DC animated movies. It's like when you watch one, it feels like you've watched them all. Like, to me, I'm just like, when I've seen one, I'm like, I've seen them all. Like, I just want them to do something wild, something out there. Let's have fun. You know, let's bring in someone. Let's bring in someone new. Like, get in touch with a young director who's got some life yeah, about yeah. him. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Get, get in touch with the guy I know. You know, his name is... Name is <laughs> Oh, that's crazy but yeah uh speaking you know that would be an interesting way to get your start animated films probably a difficult way to start especially if if you've never thought of it before because it's it's it's, it's a whole new experience because i I mean it's a whole new angle directing an animated film isn't it because immediately first of all you you you'll obviously be looking at it from from an animation standpoint. You're gonna to have to sit there with the animators with animators and tell them, okay, after you do that, uh, you know, render it and then run it so I can see how it looks. If you don't like how it looks, you can have to tell animators to change that thing again. And then from there, if the animation starts to look good, you have to go to the studio and you have to literally watch every single actor, no matter how small their role is in that film. You have to watch them recite the lines and listen. To how they recite the lines and also watch their actions, because um because the the the, the thing that that animate that uh, that gets done in animation films if if the actor's in the booth and it does a certain like hand motion or whatever or purses his lips in a certain way if if they like it they'll be like we're gonna put that in the film as well, which is just something that's really cool for me because I, I remember watching the it was a while ago I owned the over the head over the hedge DVD. So, 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 so I used to watch the special, uh, the, 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 the special edition things that were in there, all the videos with for Bruce Willis and all the other people that were there. So, like, you're watching, you're watching the side by side where Bruce Willis is, is doing the voice acting, then you're watching character RJ on the side, and some of the actions get synchronized into the animation. So, you're like, that's pretty cool. Dude, it's, it's it's just there's a lot of pieces there, man. It's just a lot of pieces. It's 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 not it's not easy, but it will be it will be fun actually. It probably be quite it would, exciting. Actually. Yeah, it would be super freaking exciting, dude. Did you hear? I, I feel like. Did you hear that? Uh, did you hear? What's this? Uh, well, I'm I'm only seeing it now. I don't know if you ever knew, but the the Halloween films. The, since Blumhouse obtained the rights, they they was this. They're gonna do. They 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 actually planned it out to be a trilogy, and the second one is coming out this year. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah, Halloween uh, kills. Halloween kills. <laughs> this is a dumb kill. <laughs> a dumb name, but. <laughs> 
I think it's a dumb, dumb name to, for them to have. It's just like, it sounds strange to say Halloween kills. Um, I just, and what's the last uh, one? Halloween, Halloween ends. Also quite dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's a very dumb name. <laughs> but I get it. I, at least they have like some sort of plan, you know, some sort of idea, you know. Hashtag Star Wars had none. Um, still in pain over Star Wars. <laughs> still in pain. You're still in pain, uh, man. But yeah, yeah, man. That's Whew. okay. We've been so so. Man, yeah, I think uh, I think I think we can end it now. <laughs> <laughs> like like so so. Are we up? I, I swear it was it, it, it literally it, the, the the moment it hit, the moment it was like two hours oh, on the dot it just cut. <laughs> well, I guess sign us out, Captain. Ah, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the island. Uh, another long episode. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is this is the record or not. Uh, but anyway. Uh, Thank you for listening. I, I think this is the one episode where we didn't go off the rails. I think you can agree, right? <laughs> we went. We, we didn't go fully off. We went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, this is us signing off. Sayonara, Mina San. Uh, that's goodbye, people, to all of you. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, Quentin Island, uh, and and Skunk McMuffin 2000. We're out. <laughs>